This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. 7.45, this insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. On my screen is uh, Jack Black. If anybody's seen the movie Nacho Libre, he's standing there wearing his wrestling outfit, um, slightly podgy, and it says this on the meme. Akvil super sexy vies, my kahuta feel van braai broekies. And that's exactly where we are today. Might not be so much about the way you look. It's more about having the best health that you can and living your best life. But that might mean avoiding some foods that are really not good for you. On the line, the lady who knows all about these kinds of things. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. <laughs> this picture's making me giggle. Uh, good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. That is very funny. <laughs> so uh, it's not always about how you look. I think we also need to deal with what the media throws at us around health. Health is not just how good you can look in a swimsuit or in your jeans. You know, there are people, and you've told us the story, that might look great in what they're wearing, but they're skinny fat, and actually they're not in great shape at all when it comes to their health, not how they look. Yes, there's a very big difference between appearance and wellness. Mm. So, you know, you can look good but not be at all well or healthy. So let's tackle five foods that uh, we need to avoid to ensure great health. Uh, and uh, the list, I have the list here in front of me. Wendy shared it with me. And uh, as you look at this list, this is something, there's lots and lots of all of these things in all the things we eat every single day. Uh, so we're not really eating for optimum health. Please help us. Yes. So we are exposed to lots more of these ingredients than we were many hundreds of years ago. Um, and I think we just need to be aware of them so that we can either minimize them or cut them out completely. So I would say the five foods predominantly um, or items to be avoiding would be sugar, sweeteners, gluten grains, mm-hmm. refined carbohydrates and processed foods. That sounds like everybody's food every day. So what do we do now? Well, if we have awareness, we can do something about it. If we know what we're supposed to be doing or what we can use instead, then that gives us a lot of power over these things. And it really certainly helps us to cut back on the things that we know are not as healthy for our bodies. Most people that are putting the sugar into their coffee or their tea are doing it and knowing, oh, I really shouldn't have so many. We're also, of course, on the other side, seeing advertising uh, from the sugar manufacturers that are telling us there's not that many calories in a teaspoon of sugar. And so uh, I think we've come to think of sugar as how many calories am I adding into my, my daily intake? And there's more to it than the calories in sugar, right? Well, we don't even think necessarily of that. I think some people do it so automatically that they don't even count those or consider that those could be adding to their calorie intake for the day. Mm. So they're empty calories, but they still contain calories. So they're empty calories, but there's zero health benefit since it's an empty calorie. It's carrying nothing but sweetness and some calories, right? That's right, yes. And it, it, it disrupts many processes in the body. So if you're having these, sweet, these, these sugars, they um, are influencing your blood sugar balance and they're influencing your fat storage control and they're influencing a whole lot of other systems in your body. And so you might not 
think that that's going to be affecting it. You might think, oh, it's harmless. I'm just having a cup of, uh, you know, I'm having a cup of coffee and I'm having a sugar in my coffee. I only have one. Mm-hmm. Some people have a bit more. But if you count up the number of coffees that you're having and then you add your fizzy drinks and then you add your biscuit that you have with your coffee, yes. at the end of the day, you've had a whole lot more sugar than your body is able to metabolize and cope with. So what problems is sugar causing in our bodies um, that makes it so bad for us? So um, it's very inflammatory. So it puts you at risk, obviously, for diabetes. It impacts your heart health. um, And high amounts of uh, of sugar put pressure on your liver. So your body actually metabolizes sugars in the same way as it does alcohol. So you might not drink a drop of alcohol, but you could have alcoholic-like diseases because of the amount of sugar. And then when it's converting these sugars and carbohydrates, it converts them into fat. And that can result in a fatty liver. Wow, I had no idea. And then others saying, "Well, I don't, uh, I don't have the sugar variety of my favorite drink. I have the sugar-free variety. I buy the light uh, chutney or tomato sauce that has no sugar in it." But we're still asking ourselves, how come it still tastes sort of sweet then? Yes, well, a sweetener is, is a is a super sugar, if you like. So a small quantity has a very sweet um, taste. Mm. But it, it, so it doesn't impact your blood sugar immediately, but it still interferes with the brain chemicals. It still keeps you craving, and it also um, will have an impact ultimately on your, um, on, your, on your weight. So if we think if we, if we consume sugar in the form of a sugary drink, whether it's a light drink or whether it's a, a full sugar drink, the body doesn't register those liquid calories. As sufficiently satisfying. So it's going to increase your demand for calories. So it's actually counterintuitive. If you're drinking mm-hmm. these foods or eating these light foods, your body continues to crave sugary foods or more carbohydrates because it doesn't register, it doesn't feel full. So then you are going to gain weight. So that's the first of the top five uh, foods to avoid for great health. Avoid sugars and sweeteners. Uh, we could probably have a, a whole program on just each one of these, but let's move through gluten grains. Yes. So this one is not necessarily a category for everybody. Um, some people can eat gluten grains and are perfectly fine. But there are so many inflammatory conditions around at the moment. Many people suffer with autoimmune diseases. We've discussed this. Mm. Um, irritable bowel is a, is a very common um, complaint with many people. And I certainly believe that people will do well to minimize or reduce their um, their gluten intake or cut it out completely. Gluten is something that you can have a completely balanced diet without. Uh, what is gluten and what, what, serve, what purpose does it serve in the foods that contain gluten, like bread, for example? So bread, yes. So gluten is a family of proteins and it's found in grains, specifically your wheat, rye and barley. Um, and it's a component that causes flour to be sticky or gluey. So that's what makes your dough elastic. It's what enables your bread to rise, and it gives bread that's uh, its appealing texture. So that's what makes bread yummy. Yeah, and we've uh, spoken quite a lot around over the last few weeks, just also leading up to our holiday break, Wendy, talking about autoimmune diseases and celiac disease being one of those. So, you know, if there's an intolerance or insensitivity, uh, go and uh, avoid those foods. And just to you, if you're thinking, hang on, I, I missed those, you can go and check back on our website. The podcasts are there. Just go to a podcast on our website, go to uh, morning shows, get up and go breakfast. Um, and then once you're in there, just scroll down until you see Wendy's name and just click on there and you'll be able to uh, find out more about those autoimmune diseases and particularly the effect of gluten. 
um, on celiac disease and others. Um, refined carbohydrates. This is a tough one because, again, who doesn't like a cookie or whatever else? And uh, we don't even really know what's in it. We just eat it because it's nice, but we need to be avoiding these refined carbs, Wendy. Yes. So I, I think this, this is the trick is that it, it, it's not – you know, some you, some people, it's not possible necessarily to cut them out completely. But when our diet is 80% refined carbohydrates, that is a problem. Yes. So we're really wanting to minimize that. And your refined carbohydrates come in the form of all of your white flours. So white flour, pastries, breads, um, white rice, pasta, um, also then your cereals and your sweets and your cakes and your cookies. And the problem with these refined carbohydrates is that they've been stripped of their fiber, their minerals, and their vitamins. So they have very little nutritional value, but they're high in calories. And again, these are empty calories. Yeah, and that's what we want to avoid. So when we look at this list uh, that you've just mentioned and go and listen back again to this podcast, uh, if you're catching it this morning and you want to hear that whole list, these are things that we eat every day and we're feeding our children. And now we're not saying, Wendy, just on this, and people are saying, hang on a moment, uh, you're saying don't, don't, if you can't cut them out completely, don't, but minimize it so that you eat as little of these things as possible. Yes. So that's exactly that. Um, if we can have an awareness and we know that, okay, those are not going to be nutritionally beneficial for us, we can really minimize those and replace them with foods that are more nutritionally dense. So instead of having a refined carbohydrate, so instead of having white bread, for example, you change that to a seed bread mm. or a, a whole grain bread or something like that, whole grain pasta. So it's, it's not changing your entire lifestyle necessarily, but you can make sure that the foods that you're eating are, have a slower release of, of sugars into your bloodstream. Um, and then we move on to the processed foods. It does feel like almost every one of these deserves their own program, Wendy, but the, the processed foods... I mean, we've spoken about these before and those terrible unhealthy fats in there. So do tell us more about the, the dangers of processed foods. So apart from the unhealthy fats, there are also very high levels of sodium in processed foods. And sodium is obviously salt. Mm. Um, many processed foods have preservatives and chemicals um, so that their shelf life can be enhanced, that the food can be stable. They have colorants and flavorants so that their, um, the visual appeal and their taste can be enhanced. And when we consume these um, in large amounts, it increases our risk for metabolic disorders. So it's, it's going to increase our uh, propensity for weight gain, for diabetes, for heart disease, and then for many of your brain diseases like Alzheimer's, dementia, dementia and strokes. Wow, that's, that's serious stuff um, with Wendy sharing with us this morning. Uh, just very briefly, um, we haven't touched on it because it's something uh, from uh, refined carbs as well as processed foods and the, the, its GI value. Help us out there quickly. So the GI is your glycemic index and you have a glycemic load as well, which is your GL. So this is uh, glycemic index is how closely a food resembles glucose mm. and your glycemic load is what sort of sugar spike does that particular meal that you're having in its combination have on your blood sugar. And your refined carbohydrates and your highly processed foods, they alter your glycemic response. They are high glycemic index items, mm. um, and that, that means they spike your blood sugar and it drops very quickly afterwards. So they actually interfere with how you feel full and, and your metabolism can be impaired. Yeah, big uh, conversation here this morning. We said it at the beginning. I'll say it again as we close. These are the top five foods to avoid for great health. Sugars and sweeteners, gluten, grains, refined carbs, uh, and processed foods, 
And um, when you just, as we close, I mean, these are things that we have in our meals every day and the things we naturally eat and drink. So maybe as we go into 2022, we just sit down and say, how can we minimize the consumption of particularly these that are on this list so we can live our best life in 2022? Yes. So I think also making sure that you're eating food that you can recognize that looks like it does when it comes out the ground or, you know, <laughs> you're eating animal proteins and things like that. Those are your clean foods. Yeah. And if we can stick to more of those and less of the packaged items, then I think we are already off to a good start. So it's not only going to buy those more expensive things in the particular aisle, the health foods and the gluten freeze, unless, of course, you've got celiac disease and, and other autoimmune diseases. It's just about getting food in its most natural form, not necessarily going to buy those expensive health food op, um, health store options. Yes. So if you want to use those as alternatives, you can. But sure. my recommendation is always, instead of trying to replace bread with another type of bread, replace bread with another meal altogether. Mm. So if you can eat a salad or a nice bowl of vegetables or um, maybe cottage pie instead of spaghetti bolognese, those kind of things are the ways that you can do it and that makes it affordable as well. Thanks so much for that, Wendy. Really, really powerful stuff on this Thursday morning. Thanks for your time and have yourself a wonderful Thursday and we'll chat again next week. Yes, Brad. Have a good Thursday too. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.